Welcome aboard, gang, as we rock across the USA every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. David Essel in the box, celebrating 24 years in positive talk radio. Oh, yeah, David Essel alive, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. Our texting during the show, 941-266-7676, 941-266-7676. Welcome aboard. I'm so glad you are with us. We have a rockin' show coming with you today. I'm going to start off, as we always do, uh, with a question from one of our listeners, and then we'll get into the guest for tonight, and then we'll go back to answering texts and emails, and of course, your call, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. David Essel in the box with you, 941 is the text, 941-266-7676. So why do I attract men who need so much work on themselves? I have watched your video on crazy making, and that is my current boyfriend. Please help. We'll help in just a second. <laughs> Absolutely, we will help. Uh, my guest, Dr. Bernie Siegel, is back with us. We love this man. He is our resident medical doctor who specializes on our show on the other side of life, the spiritual side, we're going to be talking, of course, his latest book, The Art of Healing. We're going to be talking about why are we so afraid of dying and what can we do to lessen that fear. And one of the reasons why I'm so interested in this is because if we lessen the fear of dying, then we will probably increase our passion for living. Makes sense? I think so. Uh, Dr. Alyssa Dweck is with us, a co-author of the book, V is for Vagina. Your A to Z guide to periods, piercings, pleasures, and so much more. We're going to talk about enhancing our sexual life, which is awesome. And I think probably most of us could benefit from learning tips and techniques. And, how, and, 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 and let me tell you something. This afternoon, I received, I don't know, three or four texts already with questions for Dr. Dweck that um, we're going to be presenting with her about sexuality. So this is going to be an awesome segment. Then Diane Gray joins us. She's the president of the Elizabeth Kubler-Ross Foundation. And what are the most important aspects of -of end-of-life care? And how can this end-of-life care turn into, for the relatives, the loved ones still here, still left, how can it turn into a transformational time versus just a time of grieving? And Diane is an expert in these arenas, and I'm very, very excited to um, to be able to share, bring her on and to share her expertise here. Again, 1-800-548-TALK. Uh, text us, 941-266-7676. We are proud to be part of the iHeart Clear Channel Premier Radio Network, broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California, with Trisha and Nathan manning the show out there. Uh, Trisha has been toe-to-toe with Twitter. And and, and the, the last statistic that we received from the people at Twitter is that Trisha is actually up a few points over the master Twitter mind, which is so good to hear. The battle continues. She's got a couple-point lead, and we'll keep you posted during the show. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's like when 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 uh, the IBMs, right? When people are playing computer uh or 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 chess against the, the IBM computer machine. That's what it is. It's Trisha versus Twitter. Interesting. T versus T. Um okay, so here's the question. Why do I attract men who need so much work in themselves? I watched your video on crazy making. That is my current boyfriend. So crazy making is where there's ongoing chaos and drama. Um people and, and why do people come into that space? Why do people come into bringing into their adulthood and relationships chaos and drama? And one of the reasons is because it's the environment that they were raised in. I remember uh, probably about a year and a half ago, a guy came sitting in, and a, the, a woman asked this question today, but a guy came into my office about a year and a half ago, and he sat there and he said, okay, this is absolutely insane. And I'm dating a woman, and three days out of the week, she'll be in line to pick up uh, her children. She's got three children at a school, and she's talking to me the whole time while she's sitting in the parent line, even though you're not always supposed to do that. She'll call me and say, hey, I've got about a half an hour. Let's talk, and we'll talk, and we'll have great conversation. And then the next day, I won't hear from her, so I'll call her, and she'll flip out on me and say, don't you realize that I'm in the line at school? And he goes, this is crazy, making. This is so crazy. But but a lot of the reasons that that happens is because people who are raised in a crazy-making environment where they see mom and dad react that way to each other, they're just repeating subconsciously what they learned as a kid. So that's one of the reasons 
that we see that. The environment that we grow up in, unless we do intense personal growth work, we are going to repeat it. That's just a tra- That's just this the fact. But but you ask yourself, you know, like why do I attract these men? And one of the questions I would ask you is, um, do you want to save these people? You know, do you do you feel like your path on earth is to save people who need help? And that's not even a conscious decision on your part. It's probably subconscious. And if you were to look back, ma'am, at your childhood, did your mom or dad select someone in life they were constantly saving? They were constantly making excuses for. They were they were codependent with. Was mom or dad the alcoholic and the other one always making excuses for him so they didn't have to tell the truth so people didn't know what was going on at home? So that could be a reason why you would attract a crazy maker into your life. The other reason many women will attract men that need a lot of work on themselves is because of their fear of being alone. Now, I'm going to say this again. This is not a conscious choice. A woman or a man who is afraid of being alone rarely says, holy cow, the reason that I am choosing these type of people and sticking with them is because of my fear of being alone. It's not a conscious choice, but it is a subconscious driving factor of why you would stay in a relationship with a guy who's a crazy maker. Sometimes people will jump from one crazy relationship to the next because of their fear of being alone. Other people will stay in insane relationships because of their fear of being alone. So think about these things to answer your question, why am I here? Why am I with this guy or why do I date guys that need so much work? Look at all those different answers and email me at talkdavid.com. If you're still confused, email me. Or if you go, oh, my gosh, one of the points that David brought up is dead on. One of these points is so dead on and I need help. Then email me and we'll help you. We've been doing this work for over 25 years, right? 1-800-548-TALK. 800-548-TALK. Text us 941-266-7676. Here's another relationship one. Interesting. I'm a 49-year-old woman who is dating three different men at the same time. I love it, but my girlfriends say I'm being slutty. (laughs) I don't know why I laugh at that word. It's just cute. Uh, (laughs) Cute to me, anyway. If the three men all know what is going on, why would it be wrong? And, And that's a great question. Okay, so your girlfriends are calling you names. Could it be because they're jealous? If you're open and honest, there is not a thing wrong with what you're doing. If you're dating 10 men and every one of them knows the honest truth about where they stand with you, there is nothing wrong with that at all. Of course, be very careful with sexually transmitted diseases. Make sure you're using protection and the men are using protection. But but I would say if you're happy dating multiple people, and the men are happy, and they everyone knows where everyone stands. There's nothing wrong with it. You're 49 years old, for God's sake. You should be able to make decisions as long as you're physically safe. You should be able to make decisions that are right for you at this time. Who knows? When you hit 50, you might go, okay, enough of this. Time to have one relationship. Or you may wait until you're 60 or 70, or you may never change your mind. But I'm going to go back to this. As long as you're open and honest and everyone knows where they stand, there's not a thing wrong with that decision. It, you know, yesterday in my office, I, I was working with a client who has a, a son who's gay. And she said, David, you know, when, when, I first, when he first presented the fact that he was gay, it was the hardest thing in the world for me to accept because I was raised Roman Catholic and in the Christian religion, you know, we believe that being gay is a choice and it's wrong. But I've learned so much. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell you what this client learned when we come back. I'm going to share that. 1-800-548-TALK. That's the call-in number. Text us, 941-266-7676. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show. Archives for years and years and years of all these shows at talkdavid.com. I'm David Essel. Stay there. Nothing in this world could. Yeah, they're invincible, and she's just in the background. 
Are you ready for a miracle? Hi, David Essel here, inviting you to join our 10-week course, Success and Miracles, beginning Tuesday, October 7th for 10 straight weeks. You'll be joined by many other success-minded people who want what you want, success and miracles. Whether it's love, wealth, or health, go to talkdavid.com right now. This teleconference series is open to anyone in the USA. That's talkdavid.com. Join the course, Success and Miracles, to change your life now. Talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com. The new year is upon us, and it's time. Time to start living the life you've always dreamed of. I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, at talkdavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus, and it's free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel Alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to six pacific need toner the toner kings sells all leading brands of toner cartridges to hundreds of businesses across the country and fortune 500 companies like lockheed martin american red cross and excellus blue cross just to name a few just head online to the tonerkings.com order toner and save up to 60 percent off dealer pricing with their 100 guarantee you can try a new cost-effective toner solution with no risk visit the tonerkings.com mention you heard this ad on xm radio and get an additional 20 percent off your first toner order have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at TalkDavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at TalkDavid.com david.com what do you really want out of life what would make you really happy i'm david essel author of the new free book the power of focus yours at talkdavid.com we're giving away one million copies of the power of focus free at talkdavid.com you deserve your desires get your free book the power of focus today at talkdavid.com for 21 years positive talk radio equals david essel alive listen on xm 168 every saturday 6 to 9 eastern 3 to 6 pacific Life is short, and it's getting shorter every day. Are you finished procrastinating over your biggest goals in life? Would you like to finally make a lot more money or lose that extra fat to create more success and actually feel more successful? It's time to stop talking about goals and actually achieve them. Master Life Coach David Essel can help you accomplish your biggest goals in life. David is the one to help you right now. Let's change your life. Visit TalkDavid.com today. That's TalkDavid.com. Would you like to learn the secrets of the most successful people in life to radically change your life and then help others do the same? Hi, I'm David Essel. Since 1996, we've been teaching people from all over the world how to become certified life coaches. These classes can be done in person or via teleconference from anywhere in the USA. And we even offer these life-changing courses via a one-on-one option. Our certification is so effective that it's the only one offered in the USA on a college campus. Visit lifecoachuniverse.com. That's lifecoachuniverse.com. Let's face it, it's really hard to make major life changes by ourselves. How many times have we said that we're ready to make more money, stop procrastinating on our goals, get into shape, or maybe even go deeper on our spiritual path? Yet we woke up today, and again, nothing has changed. For 25 years, Master Life Coach David Essel has helped thousands of people accomplish their biggest goals. They finally transformed their lives. Now it's your turn. Visit TalkDavid.com. Work one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel. Talk david.com You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. David Essel in the box. Oh, my God. Nathan is so funny in the studio here. I am so blessed with Nathan. 
uh, Staten and, and, and Trisha Pepe. I am so blessed with these guys. They are just awesome to work with. I love these two people, and, and it makes the show, the three hours fly by, but it makes it even more fun having them in my corner. 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. Text us, 941-266-7676, celebrating 24 years on National Talk Radio. All positive, all the time. Website, talkdavid.com. So, I'm in this. I'm in the uh, my office yesterday, and you know, for twenty. Oh God, I don't know. Maybe almost thirty years now. I've worked uh, counseling people in all walks of life, and and a woman was sharing about she was raised Roman Catholic, and uh, still practices her Catholicism. And when her son declared that he was gay, that her and her husband had a really hard time with it. You know, they really struggled. Now they've come to full, unbelievably undying love and acceptance of their son. But one of the things she did was that she went to the Catholic Church and she went to the theologians who study in depth this whole thing about sexuality and and the Bible and what these theologians that she was turned on to by nuns and priests in the Catholic Church. Now, this is very interesting, right? Because, of course, you think right away that, oh, my gosh, you know, being gay is wrong in the world of Christianity. And a lot of people feel that way. But but the, the moderate and liberal side of it doesn't. And what she found in her studies what there's, that there are so many theologians that say that there's no right or wrong. There are many forms of sexual orientation in the world that would be considered normal. Um, you know, the lesbian, the gay, the bisexual, the transgender, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and I love the fact that she was in there in my office sharing with excitement the transformation that she went through that has made her life, her husband's life, her son's life so much easier. Isn't that beautiful? It's just stunning. 1-800-548-TALK. Text 941-266-7676. This came in this afternoon. I suffer from social anxiety, which is one reason I drink on a regular basis to fit in. I'm a 41-year-old, very successful woman. My boss wants me in a 12-step meeting. It freaks me out to become a part of a group. Are there any other options? There's a million options. And let let me share this with you. If you are struggling with any addiction and people say the only way to do it is to be in a group, that is the biggest crock of crap that anyone could ever tell you. And you are a classic example. Now, some people shy away from walking into a 12-step meeting because they're afraid that they're going to see someone there they know and all that kind of stuff. And we work with clients to help them get over those kind of fears. But if you truly do have social anxiety, then I would start with addiction professional one-on-one for like eight weeks, 12 weeks, three months, six months, and see how you feel then. Make at least a two-month commitment. Make at least that once a week for an hour for two months, at least that. Um, You can also go to an amazing online organization called InTheRooms.com, InTheRooms.com. And they have meetings all throughout the day that you can join online. You can be anonymous. You can just click on and watch the meetings and never say a thing. And that's a way that some people can be a part of a group without feeling that intense social anxiety. We've been helping people get clean for 20 years, a one-on-one, in a one-on-one setting. We've helped people as far away as Spain, via Skype, all over the U.S., via phone. So email me at talkdavid.com. I'm in recovery myself from multiple substances, so I know the walk is tough, and especially in the beginning, it can be really, really challenging. But there's so many people out there that will be willing to help you and, and for some people, the groups are perfect. It's like a lot of people would say, oh, if it wasn't for the group that I went to, I wouldn't be able to say that, you know, whether it's Celebrate Recovery or a 12-step group or whatever. They'd say without that group and the support and the people to contact other when I'm not in a meeting to say I'm in trouble or I'm feeling this and could you help me, that they wouldn't have stayed clean or sober from food, nicotine, alcohol, drugs, sex, gambling, whatever it might be. And, and they'll, they'll claim to this day that it was the group setting that really, really helped them. And more power to you. And then there are other people that get clean and sober one-on-one. More power to you. There's always multiple ways to skin that proverbial cat, right? 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Text us during the show, 941-266-7676. Totally new direction. My dad just passed away, and we are very worried about my mother being alone. We need help for her loneliness. She's 71 years old. Any ideas? Oh, sure. Oh, my gosh. Number one, senior centers. 
there are many senior centers all over the U.S. that she would be able to to join, uh, to feel a part of a group, number one. Uh, grief support groups. Google grief support groups in your area, whatever city you live in, and see what pops up there, right? Something I really love is um, is utilizing a dog or a cat in order to give a person that just lost their spouse a purpose to get up in the morning, uh, another living being in the environment so that they don't feel alone. But there's there's really something I mean amazing. I, I, I have a very strong attraction to dogs. I have a little Italian greyhound I rescued. His name is Saint. He's in the studio with me right now, as a matter of fact, and he is just amazing. But, but you know, for a senior who's lost their partner, to have that as a, a reason to get up in the morning, a reason to go out at night and walk the dog, a reason to be social in the neighborhood, to get out of the house or the apartment or the condominium or the trailer or the, the, the uh, uh, retirement community and to walk around and see people. I, dogs are just phenomenal. Uh, and, and, and if she doesn't want the responsibility of a dog or a cat, a fish tank. There's been studies talking that have, have shown that people that just sit and watch fish and they have the responsibility of feeding the fish and cleaning the tank and all that kind of stuff can decrease their grieving process. So think about that. Other options might be a garden, even an inside garden, a small inside garden of herbs, flowers, etc., I mean, they have these inside gardens now of, of tomato plants that will grow in a very small area. So that's another, you know, again, a purpose. You know, how are my plants doing today? Do I need to water them? Do I need to fertilize them? Do I need to move them into the sunlight or away from it? You know, just those little things can give us a sense of purpose. Going, if she's not involved with a church, you know, finding a faith center, a faith-based center of any type of religion would be wonderful. Um, Non-denominational churches, another option. Or if she has a church, is she involved? And do they have a grieving program, that grief support groups at the church? So all of these are great options for your mom. I, I understand that thing about you know your children being concerned about a parent's loneliness when their partner passes. You can't push them, like bring the horse to water. You can't make them drink. You can't push them and force them, but you can encourage them. And if it means with the, the senior center, you know, something else that just popped into my head would be classes at a local community college or a college or adult education classes at a high school, uh, bingo groups for Lord's sake, right? There's all kinds of those things. Meetup groups, if you Google meetupgroups.com. In your area, you can find out what her area of interest is and, and have her out meeting with people. And it might even mean that one of the children attend some of these classes or groups with her in the beginning to give her support so she doesn't feel weird walking into a group by herself. Those are all ideas, and there's many, many, many more. Always email us at talkdavid.com if you're in this situation and you need more help. And we will do everything we can to help you out. Okay, but I love the question. Thanks for texting it in. And remember, 800-548-TALK or the text number during the show, 941-266-7676. Coming up next, my very good friend, amazing doctor, incredible author, Bernie Siegel. We're going to be talking about death. Why are we so afraid of it? What do people do who he has worked with? prepare themselves for the death process and to leave this earth more peacefully. Bernie Siegel is awesome. You're going to love him. 1-800-548-TALK. TalkDavid.com. I'm David Essel. Stay there. Hi, this is David Essel. And, of course, you're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio talk show that transforms lives. And during this short break... On the XM channel, while news and sports are playing, we're going to give our internet listeners a little bonus here, a little benefit for being with us online, and that is I'm going to share a couple tips that I know in the past 25 years of being a, a master life coach, inspirational speaker, and more can really help you right now. So let's just jump right into it, and then we'll go right back to the show so you won't miss a thing, I promise. Number one, have you ever heard of the... Uh, of the reason why people don't stick with goals. Do you know the number one reason why people will start on New Year's Eve, let's say? You know, they'll, they're going to lose weight and quit smoking and quit drinking and make more money and forgive their parents and find new love or resurrect their marriage, whatever it might be. Do you know why the number one reason why people don't stick with their goals? 
year after year after year. They have great intentions, you know, but remember, good intentions pave the way to hell. <laughs> so we can't be thinking about that as the only reason that, uh, that individuals would start a goal or stop a goal is because of intentions or lack of. But the number one reason is because of something called human nature. And the definition of human nature is our desire to get the most out of life with minimal effort. Now think about it. That's what sabotages everyone who has a great goal that will offer a great reward. And the reason that they don't stick with it is because of human nature. We want the most out of life with minimal effort. Now, I want to tell you the opposite. The answer to be successful in accomplishing your goals in life is something we call human success. And the definition of human success is individuals who are willing to walk through any resistance, any blocks, any excuses to get what they want out of life. So it's kind of oxymoronic, isn't it? We're sitting there going, well, I really want to lose weight or make more money or whatever the goal is. And so you'll start going after something for 30 days, maybe even 45 days. But if you don't get what you want, that instant gratification, you're going to stop. That's human nature. I want the most out of life, but I really don't want to put a lot of effort into it. And yet, when we look at all the people in life who are successful with great spiritual paths, or they're making great money, or they have a deep love relationship, or they've lost a lot of weight and kept it off, is because they're willing to do the uncomfortable every day. If you take anything away from all the work we do on XM with our show, David S. Alive, that you're listening to right now via the Internet, If you take anything away, it's this, is that the key to success, the number one key for human success in life is doing what is uncomfortable every day. But here's the good news. That's kind of the bad news, right? Here's the good news. Whatever we start doing that we don't want to, like getting up earlier in the morning or making extra prospecting calls or whatever it is that we have to do that we don't really want to, it eventually will become habit. And the most successful people in the world, and a lot of them you're going to hear me interview on our show, are those people that know that this is the key. They're willing to do what is uncomfortable. In other words, they look at excuses and they go, yeah, I used these excuses in the past, but forget it. It's over with. I'm going to follow this new path, which means I'm going to get up and keep doing that uncomfortable task until it becomes comfortable. Look at riding bikes, right? Or learning how to swim or anything else. In the beginning, it's uncomfortable. Hey, losing weight, making more money, finding great love, getting a deep spiritual path, whatever that is, is going to take the same commitment. And we are here to support you 100%. David Essel Alive, every Saturday, Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern Time, 3 to 6 Pacific Time. We are here every weekend to help you, and I'm so glad you're with us. Now, let's jump back into the show. Every Saturday, we are here for you. Tune in, let your friends know, and streaming live through TalkDavid.com. I can't wait to see what we're going to talk about next. This is David Essel. Stay right there. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Coast to coast every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, celebrating 24 years on the air with uh, iHeart Premier. Clear Channel Radio Network. Welcome aboard, gang. 1-800-548-TALK. Text us during the show, 941-266-7676. One of our favorite guests is back, our medical doctor in residence, Dr. Bernie Siegel. Bernie is coming back with us today to talk about the that thing that people hate talking about, dying, death. We're going to talk about that in detail today. Bernie is, I think, I think it's 14 books. It's some, I don't know, Bernie's going to tell us the exact number. He created exceptional cancer patients in the 70s, radically changed the way that physicians in the world dealt with cancer. Uh, and, and, and patients going through the transition, some healing, some moving on. Bernie, great to have you back. Thank you, David. (laughs) Hey, how many books have you written? To tell you the truth, I think you're right. (laughs) I think it's 14, right. but uh, I, well, I have to tell you one funny anecdote, though, about yes. writing, because in, I, I was an artist as a child. It's part of why I became a surgeon, you know, mm-hmm. like using my hands. Um, but in college, the only C in four years was in creative writing. Oh, my goodness. And after my book came out, Love, Medicine, and Miracles, it became number one on yep. the you know, New York Times bestseller list. 
So me and my sense of humor, what do I do? I write my college, Colgate University. <laughs> and I said, if you raise my grade to a B, now that I have a bestseller, I will be entitled to summa cum laude, highest graduating <laughs> honors. And I thought they'd laugh, you know, yeah. but instead I got this two-page serious letter about all the rules and regulations and being <laughs> unable to change grades after you graduate. And I felt sorry oh. for them, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is cute. That's cute. His most recent book is The Art of Healing, Uncovering right. Your Inner Wisdom and Potential for Self-Healing. So, so let's, Bernie, we've got 30 minutes. Why are we so afraid of dying? Well, it, it, what shall I say? I think it's probably, again, a sense of people wanting to control everything. Mm. And again, you know, you're talking about fear. I'm not talking about grief. I mean, it's right. appropriate to be, when you're separated from loved ones, to grieve. But sure. on the other hand, death is inevitable. I always say the bitterest people in heaven are the vegetarian meditating joggers who <laughs> would have had some fun if they knew they were going to die, instead of doing all these things to avoid dying. So one of the big points I make is don't try to not die. You know, that's when you read all the headlines. Mm. Oh, I'm a failure, I'm a failure, and how terrible that is. Um, right. And don't make it a battle for your life. Heal your life and enjoy your life. Because what I found is when people accepted their mortality and then lived their chocolate ice cream, that's a a line from one of our kids who said if he had 15 minutes to live, he'd buy a quart of chocolate ice cream and eat it. <laughs> so if we start living our chocolate ice cream, you'd be amazed at how many people don't die and then say to me, now nah, I'm so busy, I'm killing myself. Help, where do I go from here? Now, right. just so people listening know, I don't make up any of these lines or stories. And let me interrupt now and read you one of my poems because I'm going to have a couple. I mean, I've written... God knows how many, but they were my right. feelings. This is entitled Death. I die a little each day. One dies many times in a lifetime before the liberating death. The many deaths are the events which plunge us into darkness, a difficult time and journey until we enter the rebirth canal and climb back into the light to be born again. It gets harder to do the larger our ego gets and the more we accumulate, but each death brings an opportunity for our rebirth if we have the courage Dying is easy. Living can be difficult and painful. One day there will be a gift for us all, death. Until then, I will keep crawling to the light each time I die. Mm. Yeah. And I don't I know, I have to say, I don't know where these things come from, but when it comes out of me, it just comes. And I'm yeah. kind of, you know, fascinated myself when I reread these things. Oh, here's it. Here's one more. Sure. The great teacher, see... Death, what a great teacher you are. Yet few of us elect to take your class and learn about life. That is the essence of death's teaching. Death is not an elective. We must all take the class. The wise students audit the class in their early years and find enlightenment. They are prepared when graduation day comes. It is your commencement. You know, wow. and that's something that really struck me because... You know, you graduate from college, they don't call it your termination. They call it your right. commencement. Right. And, you know, I try to always get the kids to think about that, you know, high school, college students, and say you're always beginning a new life. And when I was four years old, there were carpenters in our house working, putting their nails in the mouth and then taking them out and going bang, bang, you know, before all these uh, pieces of equipment we have today. But I thought, oh, I'll imitate them. I'll be a carpenter. And I put a toy I took apart, which was not well made, I can tell you. You know, I unscrewed different parts, put them in my mouth, and then aspirated it and was choking to death. And at age four, you know, <laughs> it's happening. And yes. it was so painful, choking, because you can't breathe. Your body is sucking as hard as it can, all the muscles. It was incredibly painful. And suddenly I realized, you don't have any pain. Everything's okay again. And then I look and I realize I'm not in my body anymore. Right. That kid on the bed is dying. You know, the other thing, because w when I talk about it now and then, what was going on in my head, 
I, I never referred to that as myself dying. It was that kid on the bed was dying, you know, like the body yes. was dying. I wasn't. Yes. And again, we have so many examples now of people seeing, blind people seeing when they have a near-death experience. And our ability, you know, our consciousness, those things stay alive. And, and to me, that's why I say life is like a graduation and a commencement when you die, because your consciousness is going to affect the future and come back again in someone else's brain. And right. that's now, what I call a past life. You know, it's not that the newborn has lived before, but is aware of the consciousness that has existed before. So they have that knowledge of the past. But if we right. all elevate ourselves, then the future will get better for everybody because the environment they will be born into, it's like the teaching that they will have will be from graduate students, you know, not kindergartners who don't know what the hell they're doing, um, <laughs> you know, and might hurt each other. And right. I mean that. that right. That's our way of, you know, creating the future. Because before I came on, I heard you use the word success. And my definition is different than the one you shared on your program. The for me, to be a success, I call it winning the lottery of life. How do you win? You have people you gotta say play. thank you and share their love with you and thank you for your love. Right. You know, then, to me, you've done what you're here to do. And it makes all the difference. Do I have time to share a little story? Well, yeah. Let, let me let me interrupt you for a second, right, Bernie. We yeah. we we have we've got about three minutes, two minutes now. We're going to go to a quick break. But when we come right. back from the break, one of the things that that Bernie Siegel has had a chance to experience is hundreds, if not thousands, of cancer patients passing on. And when we come back from the break, Bernie, what I'd like you to do is share some stories about some of all the right. patients that that you worked with that passed on, who who were prepared to die. Who who didn't look at it with the fear that a lot of us would, but actually were ready. What and and what did they do? How did they prepare themselves mentally? Okay. What did they do emotionally so that when that time came, you know, they went whether it was a smile on their face or just a peacefulness? Because that's one of the things, Bernie. I want our listeners to get out of all the times we have you on the show. Is what can we take away and prepare ourselves? Techniques and tools and tips that we can prepare ourselves with. So, so we've got. 60 seconds before the break. Can, right. can you start us off with something quick, and then we're going to go to the break? Well, this little Hindu story, a child gets his parents to agree that he can give his life to save another. He says, consider this, sooner or later my body will perish at any rate, but if it perishes without love, which the wise declare is the only thing of permanence of what use would have been. And his last prayer is, let me be born again and again on the wheel of rebirth, so again and again I may offer this body for the benefit of others. And then he bursts into joyful laughter, and of course everybody falls to their knees in an attitude of prayer and gazes in wonder at his face, because mm. he is about to be sacrificed. And of course they don't, because of his words of wisdom. And I'd say those are the lessons we all need to learn that really come from all the myths and religions and philosophies. You want to live forever, love somebody. Mm. As we as we go to the break, gang, think about that. Am I maximizing my potential to love others while here breathing? Would that make the passing over easier if we knew that we had expended all the love that we have while here alive instead of holding back, instead of trying to protect and save? We're going to come back with Bernie Siegel more. The Art of Healing, Uncovering Your Inner Wisdom and Potential for Self-Healing, his most recent 14th book, his website, BernieSiegelMD.com. Love having him on the show. We'll come back and hear about some of his patients who prepared themselves to pass. What was it like? What did they do? Different than other people. I'm David Essel. The website, TalkDavid.com. And don't forget that 9 p.m. Eastern time tonight, this very interview with Bernie Siegel will be archived at the website, TalkDavid.com. For your friends and family who miss it live, they're going to want to listen to it then. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. What do you really
really want out of life? What would make you really happy? I'm David Essel, author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at talkdavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Office machines and toner are a fact of life in every business. But why pay high dealer prices for your toner cartridges? Call the Toner Kings. They sell all toner cartridges for up to 60% less. The Toner Kings have been in business for over 18 years, and they offer free shipping and a 100% quality guarantee on every purchase. So head online to thetonerkings.com. That's thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at talkdavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at Talk david.com are you ready to create the life you've always wanted here's what a few clients had to say about their coaching sessions with master life coach david essel you know in four short months our sales have climbed more than 150 percent in what is termed a declining marketplace i look forward to what we can continue to create together david helped us rebuild our marriage after an affair We can't imagine how we could have done this without him. You can have what these clients have found working one-on-one with David at TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Every man knows the importance of accomplishing goals regarding money, sex, fitness, and career. So which of these areas would you love to really excel at? Making more money, enhancing your sex life, getting a lean, strong body, or a better career? Master Life Coach David Essel has helped millions of men create the life of their dreams, and he's ready to do the same for you. Work with David one-on-one from anywhere in the USA. Right now, visit TalkDavid.com. You deserve what you desire. That's TalkDavid.com. A dependency on alcohol, food, drugs, spending, or sex can destroy our attitude, motivation, and our relationships. If you're tired of the struggle with any dependency or addiction, today is the day to get focused on your healing. I'm David Essel, XM Radio host, author, and master life coach. For over 20 years, we have helped people quickly release dependencies that have held them back for years. Freedom awaits. If you desire freedom, contact me now at talkdavid.com. I'm personally in recovery for several addictions, and life free of these is amazing. Let's do it together. You're never alone in our proven programs. Today, make it happen at talkdavid.com. Money can't buy happiness, but it surely makes the ride much easier. I'm David Essel, author and master life coach. If you're frustrated over money or earning less than you desire, contact me now at talkdavid.com. In our one-on-one programs, we'll help you to focus and create a plan to make the money you deserve and desire. And all of our programs are 100% guaranteed. Let go of the stress over money through our proven programs at talkdavid.com. Today, decide to live life differently and we'll help you to do it. Everything's at talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com. Do you often feel like you've hit a dead end in life? Like no matter what you do, the challenges just keep coming back over and over again? Well, maybe it's time you read the inspirational book, Rockstar, Finding God's Purpose for Your Life. Rockstar, David Essel's sixth top-selling book, is a powerful parable that will give you the inspirational tools and strength needed to finally bring your life to a whole new level. Order Rockstar by David Essel for only $7.95 at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com today. The powerful book, offering a positive lift in our ever-challenging world. Tune in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Proud to be with you every Saturday for 24 years and counting now. My guest, uh, Bernie Siegel, Dr. Bernie Siegel, author of 14 books, his most recent one, The Art of Healing, Uncovering Your Inner Wisdom and Potential for Healing, his website, 
BernieSiegelMD.com. We're talking about death. And Bernie, before the, the break, I had asked you to share with us, you've worked with so many cancer patients since the 70s. And, and those who passed, who did it gracefully, who did it maybe even with excitement, what, how were they different? Well, I'd say there was no fear. I think of one lady while we were waiting for the, you know, commercial, so to speak, who I took care of when she was in her 90s. She developed cancer. And mm. she was such a lovely, wonderful woman who'd been through so much. I asked her to join our cancer support group as a therapist. And she said, what do I have to offer? I'm not, you know, I said, just come and sit. Well, one day everybody's filled with fear. I don't know what to do. I turned to her. What are you afraid of? After about three minutes of thinking, she said, oh, I know what it is, driving on the parkway at night. And the whole room burst out laughing. (laughs) I mean, there's nothing left to fear. I mean, we have to understand that. We can all manage what others have managed. And... You know, but I think, say the biggest issue is not being loved by your, your authority figures, from parents to teachers to whatever. And so if you don't have self-love, you're afraid you can't manage, you can't handle it. What will happen to me? I'll be alone. And that's hard, and that's painful. Yeah. I mean, my father <laughs> literally died laughing. I mean, Wow! Why? It's a mystical, it really was incredible. I was out that morning jogging before going to the hospital because again he said to my mother i need to get out of here i explained to my mother he wasn't talking about bed he was talking about his body he's tired of it she said okay and he said okay we'll die sunday and we called all the family all over the country told them grandpa's dying sunday who's coming (laughs) but that morning when i went out a voice said to me and i mean a voice i hear it out of nowhere how did your parents meet? I said, I don't know. Ask your mother when you get to the hospital. When I got to the hospital, what comes out of my mouth before I could say, let me give you a hug. I'm sorry. I love you. How did you two meet? My mother told the story. The punchline at the end was, your father lost a coin toss and had to take me out. <laughs> and then she told more stories, and he died looking so healthy and wonderful I wow. thought he was going to say to me, I changed my mind. I'm sorry you all had to come down here today. But again, right. consciousness. When the last person who said, I'm coming, walked in the room and was announced, right. he died. Right. Okay, now so, let me ask you this, Bernie. Let me ask you this. There, there's a story. Um, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi was the founder of Transcendental Meditation. And... And we had him on the show as a guest, and it was a, it was an interview that transformed my life. Nineteen ninety six. I can remember the whole thing. When when he died, he walked up to his assistant in his office in Holland, and he said to her, uh, paraphrasing, "My work here is over. I, I I know it's time to go." He went and got into the lotus position in a corner and passed. We're all capable of that. Explain that. When there's guilt, shame, and blame, most people die in the hospital in the middle of the night. The doctor isn't there to stop you. The family isn't there to make you feel guilty. Let me give you a personal example. Yeah. A woman is brain dead for a couple of years. Her daughter, who's a doctor, calls me and says, you know, we want to let her go, but hospice won't accept her. If we pull her feeding tube out, uh, they say we're murdering her. What can we do? I said, I'll pull the tube out. Then you take her there without a tube. They showed up at hospice, and the lawyer said, oh, no, oh, no, you're murdering her. We can't accept her. I said, take her to the hospital. I'll admit her. I came up to the room when I was done with the office, and the family was sitting around her bed, and I said, just tell her that it's okay for her to go. Her love will stay with you. And they all started crying. So I got up, and I went over. Remember, this is a woman who's brain dead. And I said, your family is sitting around you. They all love you. They want you to know that your love will stay with them. If you need to go, it's okay. Fifteen minutes later, she took her last breath. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Now, when you think of, oh, what's her name down in Florida? Um, Oh, yes. You know, I mean, all the legal and craziness that went on there. If the husband had walked in and said, honey, if you need to go, it's okay. Now, let me tell you this. You see, this is the wonderful part. I got a letter. 
it said, we heard you tell the story. It's okay to go. My mother-in-law is, you know, aged, not doing well. We thought we ought to let her know. So we drove an hour to get to where she is in a medical facility, went up to her room and said to her, it's okay, Mom, if you need to go. What did they hear? I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) They were so happy that they had gone and done that. See, it freed them from guilt. Right. Right, right, right. And, you know, here's their dying mother who gets them to laugh. And I say to people all the time, when you're dying, share stories of your life and make sure you embarrass your children regularly so you'll have (laughs) wonderful stories to tell. Right. And then you can die with a smile on your face. And one other simple test question. When people say, you know, my relative died, I'd say, what time of day and who was with them? Because that tells me so much. You know, if they say, oh, like with my father, everybody was in the room and in the middle of the day, okay. He was loved and felt safe. Now, nice. two, two exceptions, children and mothers. I know my mother. She's not going to die like my father with everybody in the room because she is a good mother and doesn't want to upset her children and grandchildren. Right. So what do we do? We periodically leave the room and leave her with her friends. And, of course, my mother died when I stepped out of the room. Then she doesn't upset her son, and especially right. with all the work I was doing, you know. Sure, um, yes. Because she, I mean it, when she died, five doctors called me to say what a wonderful lady. Because she was teaching my sermon. Um, yeah, she had cancer, and I forgot she had it. I mean, that's how well she was doing when she said, I have to go to the doctor to get a blood count. Why? Don't you remember? (laughs) (laughs) And, I mean, that's, again, so children and mothers will often die when you go to get something to eat in the hospital cafeteria. You're going to take a shower and a nap. And don't feel guilty. They are making that choice. That choice. I love yeah. it. Bernie, I, Bernie, I love having you on the show. It just makes so much sense what you say. And, and I hope that our listeners, really quickly, we've got about 30 seconds and we're going to be leaving. Right. If you have friends and family members that need to hear this message, let them know. It's going to be archived tonight at TalkDavid.com. Bernie, we're going to get you back. You know okay, you're not going to be remember, very long. Just as we're running out of time, we'll all run out of time. Enjoy your lifetime. You'll end up having more. You got awesome, Bernie. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. BernieSiegelMD.com. Go check it out. My brother loves Bernie Siegel, by the way. I forgot to tell Bernie when he was on the air live. I'll tell him next time. My brother sent me a text the other day saying how much he loves when Bernie's on the show. More to come. I'm David Essel. Stay there.